feel like my best photos I've taken that I feel most connected with are like the photos when I was taking it that I was like uneasy while taking it where I was like my heart was racing and like you know I mean there's been photos where like I could hear people like talking on the inside the house is just like a, a wreck welcome to the fun in this episode, I had the chance to talk to the incredible Jake T. Fox. Jake is a photographer based in Western Pennsylvania who captures intriguing and often disquieting nightscapes, which have an emphasis on exploring our relationship with the houses we live in. I thoroughly enjoyed my talk with Jake, so much so that I've split the three-hour interview into two parts. Part two shall be out next week, but in the meantime. I hope you enjoyed this first part. The best place to start is uh, just introduce yourself a little bit, tell the people about your work if they have never seen it. It's uh, it's depressing, I'd say. I just like, I don't know. I went to a gallery in my town recently, and the guys' like photos were all like these like insanely colorful like landscapes, and he was like, I mean, I shoot digital too. I shoot mostly film. But, like, to keep up with Instagram lately, I've been, like, doing a lot of digital work because, like, I'm, like, especially with film being more expensive now, I'm, like, really particular when I shoot. So, I, but so I shoot, like, I've been, like, doing a little bit of digital, just kind of keep up with, like, Instagram every day and not get burnt out. But, um, no, yeah, no, his, like, photos are, like, super colorful and gorgeous. I'm, like, walking through here. I look at my girlfriend. I'm, like, fuck, I'm, like, this, like, my, my photos like so depressing i mean that's that's fine because like i used to play music and i played like a lot more like i was like in a metal band and then i was like an alternative band and i still make music now but it's always like no matter what i make it's all i can't make like ex, like happy poppy music it's always like dark so it's just like my photos are the same so yeah i guess they're like like a lot of dark undertones and I think that's why all my photos are definitely, sh- that's why I shoot everything at night or like in crappy weather, whether it's like rain or not, to like give it that mood. So, yeah. So if you haven't seen my photos, I guess I'd say it's like very like narrative driven night, la- night, and like night, like landscapes, like almost like this like weird, like kind of like look at America, I guess, or at least where, where I'm from. It's like a look at where I'm from, which is like, I'm in like a area of the United States it's called the Rust Belt. So it's like up in like, I think it's from like Michigan, it goes from like around Michigan, like around Detroit and like wraps down below like the Great Lakes up through Pennsylvania and then New York. And it's like basically where like the whole like industrial boom was like back in like the, you know, like when like the country was like, like the 1900s or whatever. So uh, it is like all in out, it's like abandoned rust and like the towns were all just like, turning the shit as the years go on so yeah i live like, the, like like where i live i live like on a river like on the ohio river it's just like i'm like living like the one like nicer town and all the other towns around here kind of like run down so but yeah so i guess that's how you explain my work it's like narrative driven a lot of night photography but i, I like it to, i like my photos to have like meaning to them i don't like them to be kind of like I don't like them just to be like, oh, that's like a, you know, like a pretty photo. Like, I want people to feel something, whether it's like uncomfortable yeah. or not. Like, I don't know. I have some like project ideas that probably make people feel uncomfortable or like kind of push the envelope. 
but that's what I want. I don't want like to just be like, oh, a pretty sunset or whatever. Like something that's like, oh, that looks cool. I want you to like, I want people to feel things for my work more than anything. So, what's the most challenging part about being a photographer? Hmm. Finding your creative way, one hundred percent. That's like, uh, I don't know. I'm a very like hands-on person, and I pick up shit like really well. Like, I guess I'd say I'm like very intuitive. I can like really pick up on stuff. So like the whole like part of like shooting photos like the I guess like the like the whole like camera side of it and I'm just because I like develop all my own film and I do all this stuff I've done stuff since like I like started shooting film and it's never been like a you know hard thing I mean I know how like work on cars and I'm like decent with computers and like figuring out stuff out so it's like I'm always been good with just like kind of picking up stuff and like learning stuff quickly so but yeah the creative like finding like your like your artistic like your artistic kind of like your creativeness in it you know what i mean i mean i've been shooting photos for i'm 20 gonna be 24 and i've been shooting since i was like 18 i got my first oh, wow. i got like a film camera my grandfather gave me his film camera and then i got a digital because i used to play i used to play music a lot and i wanted to like take photos of like my my friends that were like in bands when like we weren't playing like when we were just waiting to play so I, I did like music photography for like a couple years and then like a few years, like three or like three or four years ago, I think three, almost four years ago. Yeah. Four years ago, come up soon. I started getting back into skateboarding again and I found like a whole local community and I started filming and I use like a VX, like it's a, it's a, like a analog, like tape camera. And that got me like back, like wanting to like shoot film again. So, and then just like a year ago about, I want to say, no, not a year ago. It's going to be like two years ago now. I started getting like serious. I started getting like serious about photography because before I would just like, you know, go shoot like skateboarding. Like, my, like when you skate, because I was, I was mainly a filmer. So I wasn't shooting like skateboarding. I was more or less just shooting like everyone like hanging out or like, you know, like the kind of like when people were just chilling, I'd be taking photos. Because if I wasn't, if like, I'd be like, if I wasn't skating, I'd be filming everyone. So I was doing that. And then like, I like, yeah, like two years ago, I was like, oh, I want to get all serious about my photography. And like, I feel like I, there was like a point where I like, this is like something like I want to do with my life or like really like direct myself into. So ever since then, it's been kind of like, a, it's funny when I started, I don't know why I was like really into street photography at the time. So if you go like the very beginning of my Instagram, when I was like getting all serious about it, it's all like street photography and stuff. And like, I just like, I don't live, I live like 45 minutes from our like biggest city, Pittsburgh. And uh, so I have to drive like 45 minutes all the time there. And it just was like, I'm not, I like, I like the city. I used to work in the city and stuff like that. But like, I don't know, as I started like listening to more and more like photographers and like you, like YouTube or like you, like on YouTube, like I was like, at the time I was listening to like the art of photography a lot, that YouTuber and uh, like Ted Forbes, I think is his name. And I think he was just talking about like learning to like photograph and even like, um, oh, I forget what her name is. Um, oh my God. So she's such a huge, uh, it's like, what's it? Leah bits. It's like, is it, I can't I remember. That. Yeah. 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 And like, she was talking about like, just like learning to shoot, like what's like immediate and like around you. So I started doing that. But uh, I remember Towards when I started doing that, I we were like 
me and my friend were skating. I saw, and like, there's like a town called Oakland in the city. It's where like one of the colleges are. And they have like almost like S San Francisco style, like houses where like on a hill and they're all just like put together. But like, they're like shitty. They're not all colorful. They're just like kind of like run down <laughs> and stuff. But like, there's all these houses, there's one with like one light on. And I'm like, oh, that'd be so cool to do like a, like a little like, um, like a little project or series on like stuff like that. Like these like apartments at night with like one light on and stuff like that. And then like, I saw, uh, Willem, Willem's out a video on Todd Haida and it's just been like over. I was like, I don't know. Cause before there, I was like one of the people that was always in shooting like golden hour. I never really thought to like, I took some photos here and there before during like, you know, when it was like raining, I really liked it, but I really never was like, I think at that time I was more interested in that like kind of golden hour photography. So seeing Todd Hyde's work, it really like opened my eyes to like how like you could really like create mood in photos in a way I really didn't like think about it. Like I really didn't think about doing like long exposures before that. Like it really never came to mind. Like I knew you could do them. I just never really thought about it or like, you know, or anything. So like, yeah, no, it was like, uh, cause at the time when I was doing, I was doing like some night like street stuff with like, portrait 800 like handheld with like an slr and was just like in the city there's like enough ambient light that i was able to like get off like and i'm like really steady so i can shoot like 30 of a second and like no movement at all so that's crazy like i was i was getting by doing that and stuff like that so yeah it was just like fine that but uh the thing about Haida with me is i think like his words i mean i i feel like i don't know i mean obviously people compare me Tim or like I've got compared to him so many times or like people like throw like a like a list of photographers and I'll be like on there with like I don't like it's great but like uh, I don't know I don't like I don't really like look like I have like two his photo books but I never like look at them before I go shoot or anything if I ever like want to get inspired by him I always like listen to like a like a lecture by him or like I have like his like yeah. workshop I'll read like his work his words or something like that I never like you know, I never, uh, I, his, his like words and like what he says really inspire me. I feel like through that, like, I'm a, I almost like look to like listen to him and his stuff almost like a mentor in a way. And like, cause he's like, he's very open about the whole, like, you know, like the whole creative process. And he's very like, uh, you know, he's very informative. And, you know, I mean, he's like, he's done books with like, uh, like Aperture before and did like a whole yeah. workshop book where it's like, he doesn't tell you how to like do anything like, like on a uh, technical scale, but it's all like kind of creative, like teaching you how to be more creative. So like, that's kind of like, was like a big help finding my way creatively. And I feel like I'm starting to get to a point where I'm starting to kind of like, cause I, it's even, he said, it's like one of the best ways to like figure yourself out is like find a photographer you like really like and kind of like imitate their work and you'll start to like figure out your own shit through that so i've been kind of like i feel like now i'm starting to like really kind of like like kind of like branch out from like or like kind of add like different twists like i've been doing like uh some night shots with like i'll put vaseline on a lens oh wow so it adds like like smears and stuff so it's almost like a cool painter painterly like because he does all the you know he always shoots through like a wet windshield and i'm like oh i don't want to be doing that all the time you know, absolutely I'm not trying to rip him off and i have this old uh Celt, like this old photography book about like from like the 80s and about like keller and like trying to and like it's like a creative book 
and that was like one of the things that I was talking about like using there was a portrait of this girl and it had like a ring of Vaseline in the uh lens and so like it was just like this like whole like I was like sharing and like like from here down and I was like oh that's so cool I was like I want to try that with like stuff at night so I've been doing stuff like that but uh yeah no I definitely like I said I don't look at his work when I'm trying to shoot or edit because I because it's like yeah. so it's like with music when you're like writing music when you like listen to like something a lot you end up like you know what I mean like you end up like uh you end up like kind of like subconsciously copying yeah you know what I mean like I like, yeah, like, like you're I, aware of it like I make like shoegaze music for instance and like I love slow dive it's like one of my favorite bands and I uh I was like just like messing around like kind of like, writing stuff one day and I like, literally like pretty much ripped off sleep and I haven't like listened to sleep there's just like the like the chord progression and I was like this is familiar and I was like oh fuck I was like that's already one of their songs of like shit how as a photographer do you define your work without putting yourself in a box and do you like being compared with other people funny I kind of put myself in a box on purpose or like I, I was like kind yeah. of didn't hold myself on purpose i don't know it was like uh i mean a lot of the photos i do shoot now it's like almost i only shoot like i rarely go out and like shoot these like nice daytime photos anymore it's always like i'll always be shooting even if it's like i just like i don't know anytime it's like crappy out that's why i'm like out shooting i never really shoot these like daytime like you know chase that like golden hour anymore i never it's not even like i'm not even like super interested in that kind of stuff anymore when i see my old work i'm like ooh, like i want to go out and do that again but it's like I'll develop and be like, oh, this is cool. And I just never, like, I don't even, like, post it on my, like, personal account or anything anymore. Um, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. It's, like, my whole goal with photography is, like, I don't, like, I'm fine. I just want to be, like, a well-known photographer. I don't want to, like, I don't need to make a living off of it. I'm fine with, like, working, you know, a normal job or whatever. I just would love, love to be, like, a well-known photographer and be able to, like, you know, make books. That's really what I want to do, just be able to make books and to get them out to people and just become like an artist in that sense. I'm not trying to like be like rich or anything or, you know, off of it. I just want to, you know, just do stuff like that. So like, sadly, Instagram's like one of the biggest ways to do that nowadays. I wish, I wish it was like back in the day where it was like you had to make physical work to like get notoriety or like, you know, stuff like that. That's just me personally. I don't know. I I'm like an old soul. I don't like, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm born. In the, I'm like one of the people who was born in the wrong fucking decade. Like, like uh, if it was up to me, I'd be like, if it was up to me, I'd be like my age and like, like my age, like the late eighties, early nineties and like UK, like be around like the shoegazing scene and stuff like that. Like in Reading and stuff that feels up to me. That's what I don't want to be. That's just like, such a great time. Like grow up and like, cause I love like, you know, I love like post punk and you know, new yeah. wave. You know, like, my, my three favorite bands are like The Cure, The Pesh Mode, and Slow Dive. So, I'm just like in that, like, I'm just in that like British 80s, like, <laughs> whole like culture for me. So, I'm just like, oh, if I could just live in that time, it'd be great. Where it's just like, I, don't know, I just feel like it's like, a, it's funny. There's like this, <laughs> obviously, a great thing to say, but it's like, it's kind of true. I mean, it is true, but like, we had this in like the 80s or 70s over here we had this guy that was like putting bombs in people's mailboxes called the unabomber yeah yeah you know about him so he yeah. wrote a book and he said in the book that when as uh 
as technology grows, the human experience declines. That's for true. a man that blows up people's mailboxes, that's really true. Like I like I could agree with that. So yeah, yeah I, I agree mean, with that. It's it's like sucks because yes, yeah, so like nowadays, I mean, I guess it's like Instagram is like one of the biggest ways that you can get your. I mean, you can go the traditional route and do galleries and stuff like that. You know what I mean? But I feel like one of the biggest ways to get your work out there is social media nowadays. And one of the, and I mean, I'm not saying that I'm like, this isn't like me or whatever, but like, I definitely realized like at the time that one of the biggest ways to gain like some sort of audience was to like pigeonhole yourself and kind of post like, have very like, I guess curate or very kind of like, I don't know, I feel like people definitely like, people kind of like zero in a lot more on stuff when it's like a specific, you know, thing. And I mean, that's fine because that's the kind of work, you know, I want to make. And I think for my biggest, my biggest thing now is just figure out ways to take that kind of box that I put myself in and create like more stuff in that, in that realm and kind of branch out from there. You know what I mean? Kind of like take that mood and apply it to other things and like change up. And I think that's like one thing I'm doing now. So. Right. So social media We'll leave that for later because I have a hell of a lot of questions about social media and just the whole kind of process of approaching social media as an artist and a creative. I once read a quote by, I can't remember who it's by, but by somebody. And they said that you have to pigeonhole you and your work before somebody else does. Like, do you agree with that? Yeah, I feel like that. I feel like that's like, a, I mean, even if you just think about it, like you look at all the biggest artists, you know, whether it's directors or musicians, they're not really doing like a, you know, they're not like the best ones, you know, that like make the, you know, maybe the most emotional or the best, you know, like I'd say the most emotional and like kind of like touching or like, you know, kind of it grasps you are people that do specific type of stuff, you know, just like, you know, like the music I listen to, it's like the cure. They have that, like those dark undertones that kind of gothy dark, you know, same with like the Pesh mode. It's like, or you look at like Stephen Kubrick or something like that. You know, like all these artists, they have like their specific ways that they do stuff. And they might branch out from like, it's almost like how the cure was like, you know, pornography was like this dark, like drug driven, you know, this dark, you listen to pornography and he's talking about like watching people drown in the fucking shower and like dying and all this stuff. And then you just go to like, uh, like let's go to bed. Like one of the singles like after pornography and it's like, all poppy it's like dun, 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 like all happy and shit like that so but it's like it still has that like that gothy kind of it's like that goth pop so it kind of took that like that dark side and applied it to like more upbeat you know poppy music so i feel like photography and i mean art, every art form is the same so it's almost like i guess i kind of pigeonholed myself to this kind of dark moodiness and now it's just me trying to find different ways to apply that to different stuff whether it's like portraits or interiors or, you know, landscapes. It's like, I, I kind of see it the same way, but I feel like, you know, a lot of the greatest, you know, for me, at least a lot of the greatest artists I listen to, it's kind of like, it's, I don't know, it's like, you listen to like the 1975 and it's like, they change their style like every album. Yeah, I mean, it's cool, but it's like, I don't know. It's like, I like I look like one album by them. And after that, I was like, eh. you know what like, I mean? It's like, I feel like there's nothing like really like, Sometimes when people change all the time, there's nothing really to like super like really connect to and grasp onto. Like the greatest artists, people go to them because they do a certain thing 
really well. It's like you said, like Stanley Kubrick, the way he like shoots stuff, it just has something like grabs onto you. There's like another uh, director. Uh, it's like uh, Andre Tar- Tarkos- Tarkovsky. He's a Russian uh, director. He's done like the movie Stalker and the mirror, like all the stuff like that. Yeah, and it's like, he's yeah. Russian Stanley Kubrick. But his like his movies, I mean, they shoot in the relative the same, but it's like he always does these like super long scenes that really just like pull you in. Where it's like these long drawn out scenes. And it's just like, you know, that's like the thing about his movies where like I'll watch and it's just all in Russian, but I'm just sitting there and it's these long scenes with like this low, eerie music of them just walking and the camera just slowly zooming in for like minutes on end and it just pulls you in. I'm like, oh my God, this is so great. And I feel like, you know. That's like one of the things about I think putting yourself in a box in a certain way, or you know, pigeonholing yourself, kind of where people kind of like they connect with something, and you know, they come to you for that certain specific thing. But I feel like people come, you know, obviously if people want if people like my work, they probably like it because it's it's dark and moody, not that it's like sunny and happy. You know, if I post something like even like I mean, if I post like landscapes, they never like normal. You know, it's always like my houses that do better i mean there are landscapes that like go that like people really like but it like i feel like the moodier it is the more people like it if it's not dark and like you know contrasting and you know people don't like it as much your references are really interesting because his films are like long photos Mm -hmm. exactly they're insane you like it's just like he has so many scenes in there they're like these amazing photos and it's like they just last forever in the film it's like uh, I I remember when I watched I watched Stalker for the first time. I like went out. It was like taking photos, like 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 that I saw in the movie because it was so like inspiring and like cool. I was like, because it's just like they just like like the scenes in that movie just last forever. That it's like it's almost like a picture. Like they just everyone sitting still talking. It's like a picture. Like, have you ever made a film? No, I've. I just I there was a time where I was like. That was something I really wanted to do was to get into filmmaking. I just don't think I, I don't think I could do it. I, I, it's like, it's just, there's a lot that goes into that. I think it's just too much for me, especially on the, the money side of things. I think, um, to be very honest, I can see you do it very well, very minimally, because your work isn't necessarily big budget productions, is it? And you wouldn't necessarily, and you wouldn't necessarily need anything crazy. All you need is maybe even something like cinemagraph, something where there's a bit of movement, or maybe that's an entry point into a film. Because one thing I, I one question I wrote down um, was, have you ever considered making a film? Because I think your work could be well suited, or at least lend your eye as an artist or director to a film. I mean, I'd be, I'd love to do that. I mean, honestly, I'm a right now I'm a FedEx driver. I've been doing it for like years now. I'm just like ever since I got out of high school, and it's just like. It's exhausting, but they don't have benefits or anything. So once I turn 26 and I can't pay my parents' benefits anymore, the healthcare in America, I'm sure everyone knows how trash our healthcare system is. So I don't know. So I've been thinking, I've been wanting to try to get into media, preferably involving video, because I guess I do kind of make films because I do I do film like skating and make like videos. So like I love doing that. That's great. So I do, I guess, do that in a sense, but it's not like the what you would like, I guess, say for, uh, the, it's not the, it's not the same as like, uh, what's it called as like, I guess making that type of film, but I have, have like, for my, my friend, he's a clothing brand that I, like, he's like, he owns a skate shop around here. And I did like a, uh, I did like a promo video for him. And it was like super French, 
yeah. French, like, I mean, even though we're acting yeah. like this shit, it's not definitely not like France or anything, but like, I was like, I had like the old VX and I had the, 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 uh, the moat, the shutter speed down really low. So it was like dragging like an old, like super eight camera and just had like all these like zooms and like skips and stuff like that with like some like, I was like, I remember I went on YouTube and yeah. just looked up like French classical music or something like that. And it's like, this like, it was like forties French music or something like that. And just put that on. I was like, it was like this weird, That's like so almost like ad that you'd see like for the, it, it felt like some like ad for like a fashion, like some like Vogue shit. <laughs> think film and kind of moving images is definitely the future and i think that's definitely something that i can see like even if you did a really cool cinemagraph of a house at night and the lights go out on and off i've actually yet yeah, kind of thought about recently i've kind of started to do a little bit of like video stuff to kind of like throw in with my photography maybe for like i was thinking about maybe doing it for more of like prints like if i want to like you know do a print or sell a print like take a photo of something and do like a little video of like the house at night and like skips to the photo and stuff like that like something to kind of hype it up more like you know yeah. kind of drag people's interest in especially with how like instagram works and the whole like algorithm it's just like you have to definitely you have to be like firing on all cylinders to like you know like get somewhere on that i mean that's how that's how it is i mean for like for a while there i was like absolutely like, you know two years ago uh, almost now i was getting serious about it that's how it was. I was just like, you know, firing on all cylinders, posting every day. I was out shooting, you know, like almost every night, you know, I was just like going crazy. And then I remember it was like at the end of summer, I started getting like, or it was like, no, it was like June, I think, or something like that. I started getting featured by like, you know, like all these big film accounts, like Nowhere Diaries and Film Wave. And it was like, they were featuring me like, yeah. and they were Close featuring Mexico, me like, places like that, a yeah. lot. It wasn't like Absolutely. one feature. It was like, I mean, it was like, featuring multiple times sure was good. That's why. Like I mean, it was crazy and then like i started getting burnt out and like i just felt like i was just like posting to post so i wanted to slow it down and kind of like post three times a week and like up the quality of it so like slow down posting but post like better images and then that's when stuff started kind of like slowing down and then like i started seeing the decline in growth and stuff like that and then i was just getting burnt out and then like i feel like just seeing like it, it, it kind of like the momentum like going away kind of like started to like kill my motivation a little bit and kind of like threw me into a little bit of a rut and then uh this past year has just been ugh, it's just been and it's I, it's for me it's not even like covid because it's like i mean i would go to the bar and stuff i don't really go out i don't play music anymore so it's like i'm out all the time you know i mean i haven't been like stuck in quarantine or anything like that i've been just been like for me it's almost like life's just been kind of going on i just like hit this like really deep depressive depression this past year at the beginning i was like in january of last year and it like just like recently i started like like in like around the new years i started kind of like come out of it a little bit but like last year i was like hardly i mean there was like i think when summer hit like spring and summer hit i didn't shoot photos for like months there was like months gaps between i'd like go out take photos for like one night i remember i like shot photos of Willem in like spring or something like that and then like didn't shoot for like months <laughs> and then like went out again and then didn't shoot for like months again and then it wasn't until like this past fall I started kind of like going out again and shooting photos and stuff like that so yes yeah, so this past year has been like really dead for me and like now 
I'm kind of like seeing the light and I'm like, it's definitely, like, I've definitely been like, I don't know. I feel like there is a part of me that I was just like getting in my own way. So I'm just now trying to like, just, I'm like, don't get in your own fucking way. Just like, just like work through it. It's worth it. You know what I mean? Like, that's one of the biggest challenges of being a creative is that you're your own worst critic. And if you don't want to do stuff, exactly. you won't do it. And it's not like you're, you know, it's not like you're making, it's not a living. So therefore, it's yeah, easy exactly. for you to be like, yeah, I'll do it tomorrow. It, it's um, tough. Yeah, it's, uh, it's so easy. And that's been, that's been a thing with me too in the past, like especially with music where like, I remember like my like old band that we were, I used to be in, it was like the my metal band that I was in. And we, uh, we had this like really good EP on. And it was just like, I remember, uh, yeah, I don't know what happened. I think it was just, you know, the people in it were just like, I don't think we worked well together. And it just like, I feel like things were falling apart. I just lost all motivation and we just never released it. And we just broke up. So I was just like, you know, lost it. And I'm, I think now, I mean, I'm, I'm like really passionate compared to music. I mean, I was definitely like passionate, but I mean, I, for me, it was I, a lot of other people got in my way. It was like, that was kind of got in my, uh, you know, it was kind of ruined for me, especially the scene. Cause I remember it was right around like cancel culture started being like really big. And it was just like 24 seven drama. And I, I remember like, it was like the week before we stopped like being a band because we were opening up for this like pretty, it was like a bigger band that we like, that for me, I like looked up to a lot of the time. And I remember our like vocalist like quit, like literally like days before the show. It was like the week of the show he quit. And then he went on Facebook and said a bunch of like really messed up shit about his girlfriend or whatever. And then I'm like at work, my phone's like blowing up and shit. And like we're like my whole band's like getting dragged into it and stuff like that. And we're like, dude, he's not even in the band anymore. And they're like, oh. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, you're just like, I'm like at work, you know, trying to, like, I'm trying to like deliver packages and stuff like that. And my phone's like going yeah, off the, the job. damn hook. And it's just like, yeah, it was just like it. Like, the whole scene I was in felt so toxic, and I just like didn't really want to be a part of it anymore. So, but now that like photography is a thing, I like am able to do my own. It's like I'm like my own worst enemy if things go wrong. So that's where I'm at now. I'm just like trying, like focusing on just not getting my way and just to stay motivated. And when I'm not motivated, to try to like push myself through it and be like, do it, you know, get get it done. But one thing that I always think about, and even with the flying fruit bowl, is that like what you're doing now isn't what you're mm -hmm. going to be doing next year necessarily. So take the motivation you have now to do what you're doing now and do as much as you want and as much as you can now because you're in the mode and the mood to do it now. Um, you know, and don't worry if you if you lack motivation in you know a month's time. Don't worry because you'll either find it again or you'll realize you want to do something else. You know, and there's there's nothing wrong with that. And I think as creatives, I think there's a huge kind of myth that you have to know what you want to do and you have to have like a long term plan and you have to be at this point at this moment in time at this age or whatever. You have to have so many awards or accolades or so much audience or. I think that's not how it works. It works according to you and your personal response to the world because that's what your work is. It's definitely like, yeah, nerve wracking, I'd say. Almost like scary. Yeah, it's just crazy. I mean, every time I think about it, I'm like, oh my God, I need to like do more and do more. And then like, you know, I look at these like other people that I follow or, you know, I'm friends with like Jake Inez or, you know, uh, Ryan Kemp. Like the, you know that, who that is? The, the world's analog. Do you follow him? Yeah, he's, and so we try to like, we always try to link up and shoot. There's always oh, something wow. going on. We've shot before. We're always trying to do more, but uh, he's, he always posts like very, it's always grainy, very like color. Like they're always like purple hued or something like that. Yeah, all like purple hued. Yeah. And I yeah. remember he like this past year, he's been 
killing it. I mean, he like blew up. He's been doing great. And I'm like, I need to get on that. And like, I need to like, you know, keep going. And I can, but it's like, he's been like shooting photos for like, you know, 10 years, you know, more than that, I think. And you know what I mean? It's just like, I guess it's like, yeah, but I say, but seeing that, I guess, is definitely like makes me feel better when I'm like, well, you know, like Ryan or, you know, Jake or something like that. You know, they've been shooting forever and they're now just, you know, making. But like, this is like, this is the thing also is that like, I think what is so easy to forget, particularly on social media, is that we exactly. don't know who people are in life. So, like, for instance, you have, like, you have a day job. Your priority mm -hmm. isn't going out and shooting every night. You can't afford to do that. Same with me. Like, I can't afford to be shooting every single night. Whereas in somebody who may be making a living mm -hmm. off doing it has that time. It's it's not. I mean, it is the one good thing I guess about Instagram is you don't have to be like full time doing it to kind of like gain notoriety or you know kind of like find your audience. You can kind of you can get there without doing it because it's not like as I guess demanding. So I mean, like you can find. Like I said, for me, like I said recently, like I said, uh, I've been kind of like you know throwing a lot more digital work in there because I can you know go out and you know, shoot digital for one night and, you know, pump out like double the work. Cause I'm very selective with like, when I shoot film, like I only shoot on like cloudy nights. Like there's, if I see stars, if I see stars, I, I go oh. back and I'm like, yeah, I'm not shooting. Like you know, my friend will go and shoot and I'll see stars. I'm like, yeah, I'm shooting digital tonight. I'm like, no film for me. Unless, there's, unless there's like a banger. Oh wow. I'll do it and edit. I just like, I don't like, I mean, you know, digital with raw and stuff like that, you can like really like manipulate it. Like I can shoot on a clear night with digital and get the sky to look more the way I want with film though. You know, I go and shoot on, on a clear night. It's like really like clear sky, like really blue ass skies and like, you know, very blue skies or stars. So I've edit all the stars and then normally I have to like desaturate the skies a bit. So it's not like, so like, like, like such like a deep blue color. that's like really like saturated. So for me, that's, that was like one of the things like, a while ago that I made the decision. So like for me, the summertime and spring are like the worst times for me. Cause it's just, we don't get like, we, we don't get like spring. We get stormed once summer hits. It's like clear every night, clear, rarely any like rain or anything, rarely any storms. So like, that's definitely like one of the, the struggles for me when like that hits. Cause I'm like, Oh fuck. I'm like, I'm not going to be, you know what I mean? Yeah, so you're definitely, that's what you want been uh it, it was definitely like very uh taboo i'd say for me i was like so scared to post digital <laughs> i mean i've been like you know kind of like fucking around with digital like for a while now just like messing with it shoot like experimenting a little bit but i never i'd like post it on my story and i never like i was like oh my god people are gonna be like traitor you know something like that was, like scary and so like i was like you know what screw it i think it was like jason hunter that does that we're still from backup he like shoots only digital now. Yeah. I was like listening to his. I was like, yeah, he like, like. I remember he got like a digital camera like a while ago, like a Fuji or a Fuji X, and that's what I have one of those too. And that's what I, I got it because it's like I hate. The thing I hate about digital is the cameras. I just, I feel so disconnected when I use them. There's no like you know that's what the one thing I do love about the Fuji X series cameras is because they have like the physical like 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 shutter speed and film speed knobs and stuff like that it feels like a film camera you can turn the lcd off and shoot it yeah you know like a like a film camera and stuff like that and it just it feels a lot more intuitive and better to shoot and uh but yeah he was on analog talks and i was listening to it and he was talking about how he's like, he's like i don't even shoot film anymore 
he's like, it's just, it's so expensive. And I don't have the time for it right now. Like, he's like, I'm not, I don't think I'm done done with it, but just like right now, it's just, this, this is like, you know, making me happy right now. I'm just like, and you know, people like are still like, he's like still doing great. And like, you know, people are like supporting it. So I said, you know, fuck it. I was like, you know, I'm just going to, I'm just going to start like trying it. And, you know, and I just like, you know, I went on shop for like one night with it. And I, you know, I pretty much like felt like I had shit to post for like a week plus with just the stuff I shot like one night in like a neighborhood. And I just went out like on a clear night when it was like, it wasn't even like a night I'd shoot film on, went out and I was like, didn't feel bad about it. So yeah, so it's, uh, and that, well, the other thing tough is too, is I've been like working on a book now for like a year and a half. And it's like anything I shoot, it's like wow. it's a possible book photo, you know what I mean? So like I don't put like I've like maybe like one like a few I've like a handful of photos I'm gonna use for my book that's like on my website. And that's that's like pretty much the only stuff that's like on the internet. Like all the rest are like all hidden, getting edited right now. And that's like that's my goal for this weekend is to because I feel like I'm at the point now. I know I feel like people are like people are so like uh I feel like people are so like uh like questionable if i'm actually going to make a book or not because i've been talking about for so long and i've had like no release date and it's just like yeah i'm working it's the book's going to come out but it's like i just yeah i mean yeah, I, I think, work in progress. for me it was like for the longest time it was just like i always was feeling like i was like missing something in it like i'm like there's something missing and recently i've been feeling like i'm feeling like it's like done I was like i feel the shooting's done so i've been editing and if I'm out and I see like something like I take a really good photo and I'm like, this is really good. This will fit in. I'll throw it in. But for me, I'm at the point where I feel like I'm done shooting for it. So I'm hoping for the rest of my quarantine here, I'm just going to like, my plan is like to just, just lock myself, lock myself in my room and just edit until my eyes burn and it's they're, they're done. So I can start printing them out and curating. So I, I just, I want to get it done. I like, I'm at the point now where I feel I'm like, the shooting's done. It's time to get this thing edited and sent to like publishers and figure that whole shit out. So I'm just like, I'm ready to get it, get it pumped out. I feel like it's the time. So, but uh, yeah, so that's like the, that was like one of the other things too, with like shooting for like, like getting stuff for Instagram was like, when I go out to shoot, I was going out to shoot for my book. You know, I wasn't going out to shoot. I was in the mindset. I was like, I'm not going to shoot photos. I'm going out to shoot for a book. Like I'm going out. I'm trying to find good photos, you know what I mean? So that's like the mindset I've been in for like, you know, the last year and a half now. I think that's one of the reasons why like my like my like activity online slowed down a lot is because I was dedicating all my time shooting photos to a project and not just like taking photos. Cause I for that first like that run where I was like, you know, like firing all cylinders, I wasn't really working on a project. I was just like shooting photos to post on Instagram and stuff like that. So once I found like a physical project, I was like, oh, it's like, you know, everything's like, you know what I mean? It was like just dumping everything that I thought was like really worthy into a book. But I'm going to have a lot of B-sides though. So <laughs> I have a lot of photos. I'm, I have like, I think 50, around 50 photos. I only plan on using 20 to 30 of them for the book. So I'm gonna have a lot of B sides that just kind of throw up on the internet. I'm probably just gonna save till like the summer and then just when I'm not shooting a lot, like just do that. Well, well, there's 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 a few interesting things to unpack there. I think firstly, the fact you're working a book is I think that's very exciting. I'm very excited to see this. Um, 
Secondly, I think the problem is because you said it. Did you say it online? That yeah, you're making yeah a book? I said it outrightly. So, so the problem is, is that it's a well-known fact that if you publish something online that you intend to do, you're less likely to do it because you're told people are going to do it and then you put that pressure on yourself to then do it. Um, so that's probably part of the reason. Um, so thirdly, like taking, making a book is going to take, it's not going to be out within a year. I mean, it could be unless you're really shot for it, but if you're shooting for it actively, it's going to take a while. And to be honest, it's, it's your book, it's your work, it's your curation. Take, you know, 10 years if you need to, because it's about you as a, as an artist, it's about you and your vision of the world. And I think, um, you shouldn't feel pressured. I don't know if you do, but you shouldn't feel pressured to create it just because people know it's good. Yeah, to I mean, arrive, if that makes sense. I don't really feel pressured. Um, it's more or less, I feel like, I, I feel like people have definitely like been a little like questionable if it's actually going to happen. But yeah, even if, it, even if it never did, so what? End of the day, you're mm -hmm. you're enjoying yourself. You're having fun. It might just just because you said you make a book, you didn't say it'll have be this year. I mean. You know, it's it's one of them, isn't it? And not just that, and, uh, you're the one who's doing all the work for it. So people are going to have to wait. You know, <laughs> I'm like, if that was me, I'd be like, sorry, I said I'll make a book, but I'm the one I, doing the work. You're going to have to wait. Oh, yeah, uh, I think you're not half me. I, I think am, the so. biggest thing, I, I did an interview with someone. And at that point, I was like, it was like, I was, I was kind of feeling how I was now about it. And I was like, yeah, I'm like, I think it's going to probably be around summertime and then i was like after that like a little like a month or so of that interview i was like looking at it i was like i don't think it's missing something it's missing something so it's just it never like you know never it never happened because so i was like i feel like it's it's still missing something so so with your work when you post your work online do you ever get a second opinion before you post maybe the only time i would get a second opinion is i'm like kind of tossed up about colors and i do like like one edit has like this slight hue and the other had like a slight hue i'll like message one of my yeah. photographer and we go what do you think i used to do that all the time not as much anymore i mean i kind of feel a little more confident about it where i just like go with it but there like there are sometimes still yeah. here and there where it's like it's not that i'm like not confident about it it's like i just be like tossed up between like two things where i'm like i'm not sure which one i like better or not so i just get like a second opinion real quick but normally i, I feel like now i just kind of like i feel like i know what i like want or what i'm looking for and i'll throw up but I think I know from my book, I want my one friend that I shoot with all the time. I want him to help me curate it. So I have another hand. In it. I think that's one of the other reasons why I've been taking so long with it is because I've been wanting to like break that bias with photos. So like, like I, put, I put those photos in like a folder and I just haven't looked at them. I don't look at them. I just put them in a, well, I see them and I'm like, if I think it's going to work, I throw it in the book folder and i just don't look at them and like you know time i ever look at them is i'm like i want to edit them if i'm like i'm like i want to go edit some edit one of them and i'll like hop in look through something and i'm like this is like a definite and i'll edit it so like yeah i feel like a year like a year there i just That's sat right on there. them didn't even look at them and then this fall i made a selections folder and i went through all my photos and I think I had like maybe 70 or something like that. I think I pulled like 45 from them and dumped them in there. And even looking at it now, I'm like, yeah, there's a lot, there's ones in here. I'm like, they're definitely not gonna, not gonna be it. You know what I mean? So I can't remember what, it was like Henry something. I can't remember the name of what his last name was. I watched like, I remember because Todd Hido had a, uh, the, like the San Francisco like news, um, like their news outlet out there 
back in like the 2000s did like a little like video on him like a 20 minute video of like him shooting explaining his process and all this stuff and they did it with a few photographers and they i can't i can't remember what his name is it's like henry something I, 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 he's like more of a i think like a kind of like suburban like kind of like suburban kind of like daytime like street photographer almost but he would like literally put his negatives in a book in like a closet for like a, at least a year before he would like look at it again because he was like you got he's like it's important like break that bias because you might look at something like oh this is good and you know you look at it a year later and like this is trash same how you might see a photo you don't see anything in but you look at it a year later and you're like yo this is really good Absolutely. so i've been trying to do the same but yeah i definitely still want another person to come in i feel like i'll probably still like send it like when i have the full selection and maybe even send it to like another person that's like not a you know not someone here in person maybe like a friend on like friends with that shoots on like instagram that i talked a lot and see what they think before i like go. have you ever have you ever thought about sending it to a, a portfolio reviewer no i never thought about it that's like scary oh it's like oh i'm like oh, what the do it like just do it because why have you got to lose it then shit on it. <laughs> so yeah. you're still going to create the work aren't you that, i know i can just definitely see that being like second guessing yeah I don't, I don't know my like i think my plan for what i've had was like once it's all curated and stuff like that i wanted to i wanted to make a physical i mean I, I don't know i feel like a lot of book publishing companies just want pdfs but i originally wanted to get like on blurb and just go get a few like physical copies made and like send physical and send physical copies oh, to publishers because because like, I, I don't i'm not even gonna, i'm not planning on i'm not i'm printing out all of them i'm curating them all like physically and not on a computer and i'm just gonna like basically like double side tape them into like a notebook and flip through them and see what i like you know what i mean so yeah. i just don't feel like you're gonna yeah. get the same like experience curating through that so i don't know but i don't want to i know i talked to with some people and they were like tell me when you start talking to publishers i'm like i don't want to like i don't want to talk to anyone till it's like a finished product pretty much you know what i mean i don't want to like send it out there till it's like like i don't mind waiting to hear back but i'd rather send it out when it's ready than like start talking to people about it when it's not even you know ready yet you know what i mean it's like it's like when slow died made just for the day and told yeah of course you know creation records that they had an album ready and they didn't have fucking anything written so they just you know scrambled to get shit done so it's like 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 that's that's the thing like you want to make sure that you're that you kind of at least to some degree, know that what you're putting mm-hmm. out is something that you're proud of. The very fact that you're even thinking about creating a book and that you're obviously in the process of doing it, I think that's very admirable. And I think that's, you know, I'm excited for it personally. It that's going to be cool. I can't wait to say it. But I think it's really interesting. And also, like, have you thought about making zine? Yeah, I just, like, I've thought about it. I have, like, after I do my book, I have, like, two, like, 10 photo projects that I want to do that I want them to be physical. I see, like, when I, like, look at my work, I've seen a physical sense I see it in like a book, not like a zine. So, I mean, obviously I'm not going to get, cause I want my book to be hardback. The one I'm doing, I want it to be hardback. No, I don't want to be paperback. I want it to be yeah. like legit. Like I'm not saying paperback's not legit, but I want it to be like very like, um, it's like a serious, like the, it's a very, it's a very personal. I mean, that's the thing. I want all my, like, for me, all the work, physical work and projects I do are all very personal to me. So I want it to be like, I don't know, just like, just the, when I, when I look through a photo book, 
when I look at like a hardcover book, it's just like a whole different experience. It's just like, you know, you know, like a big, oh, a, I completely a big hardcover. So completely for agree. these 10, so these two projects I have planned afterwards, they'll probably be paperback, but I, I want to do them in a big format. Like I want to be like a big format. I mean, I'm probably, if it's only going to be 10 photos, I'm not going to be able to do, you know, I don't think we will make a book out of it. But, I mean, I'll, I'll probably have to do it like on my own or something like that because no public is going to pick that up. So I'm going to have to, my plan is to make it, you know, like the size of this, you know, like a binder size. And I think that's actually the one thing I want to talk to you about because you said that, you know, that you sit on work and stuff. So, and that's really interesting because we live in a society where it's very like, oh, you shoot, you post, you shoot, you post, you shoot, you post. So like, how has it been for you not doing that and kind of sitting on work? Like, is that a comfortable situation for you? Um, yeah, it, it is. It's definitely like, uh, it's definitely, uh, it's, it's it, it was kind of tough at first. Not anymore. Not anymore. I can like sit on stuff and be like, be like, oh yeah, I'm not, like I can like perfectly fine about it. Like I said, I think, like I said, I think one of the big, I think one of the things that, that like affected me a little bit was like, I remember like, it's just like, it's so hard. You know, people are like, oh, you know, don't pay attention to Instagram, but it's like so hard not to, you know what I mean? People, it's so hard to not mm, like, yeah. you know, especially when it's like, it's like, I don't know, people like don't take it seriously, but then at the same time, it's like, it has turned into like a serious thing. You know what I mean? I mean, it's like when it's come yeah. to a point where companies like, yeah. like look at your Instagram as like your, your portfolio, you know what I mean? Like companies, I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to like, you know, get any like deals or, you know, I'm not trying to like get like, I'm not out here like trying to like work with any, any like companies or, you know, I'm not like a fashion photographer or anything like that. So like, yeah, but you like, but you never know. You could, you yeah, could license your exactly. book covers. You know, it's That'd like a thing where, idea. you know, people like, I've like listened to podcasts of people that like, you know, and it's like, I think I remember, uh, Willem, when he was doing his C41 podcast, he interviewed, uh, her, her Instagram name is Silver. And she's like, I think at the time, this was like a year ago. So I think she's like 19. And she's already worked with like Nike and Google. And she was, and she's from like around New York, I think. And she was just talking about the whole, like how like, you know, like so many companies, like they just like look at your Instagram as your portfolio now and stuff like that. And it's just like, so it's like hard to, you know, hear people that are like in that. It's like, you know, it's hard to not take it seriously when that's how like a lot of you know that's how that's like where it's all moving to you know what i mean so uh i remember like whenever i was when i was sitting on when i like we started sitting on work and like slowing down and stuff like that i remember this past year holy shit it was like it was like hard not to it's like as like, i was trying to pay attention it was so hard to but, like i'd go on instagram like every day like lose like five followers like every day i'd like go on i'd be like losing it was just like i remember i was at like when like right when I started like right when I really slowed down like this past year, I think I was at like two eighty something, eighty seven something like that. And just when I started like posting again, I was down to like like four thousand, I think. And I mean, I'm, I'm back. I like got back. I like got back to that point now, and I'm like, you know, like starting to like like pick up momentum again, like like I used to have. But like, it was just like demoralizing. Right? It's like because it's like you open up and it like goes right to your profile, and it was just like. I could just see like there was like a big difference it just going down and down. And it was just like, why is this even happening? I'm just like, it's just like, and it's like, it's just like, it's hard to like, it's like, yeah, it's just like, it's a weird thing. It's just like, it's hard to like, 
not pay attention because I hate being like, you know, like revolving around Instagram and stuff like that. I try, you know I mean? I took like, you know, I had a, I had a website for a while and I just never updated it. And that was like one of the things I did recently was just like, I sat down for like a weekend and just like completely redid my website and like made a like a little like video for it and all this stuff like that. And was like, cause I'm like, that's how I want. Cause I feel like I felt like Instagram's not like the best representation of my work, but it's still like the thing that also is like, has been, you know, getting me, you know, this is happening because of Instagram. You know what I mean? Right now it's like, like, yeah. like I'm friends that's with, true. Like, that's very like, true. I'm friends with like Willem and have like shot with him and stuff before. And that's because of Instagram. You know what I mean? Like I've talked and become friends with a lot of people and like, you know, like when I started taking photos and I started like pigeonholing myself and getting a niche, there was a lot of photographers that were like just Instagram photographers that, you know, have like 20K or, you know, you know, like, oh, like popular Instagram that I like looked up to and, you know, and stuff like that. And like they, I, I've had the chance to talk to them all and they've all like admired my work, all stuff, but it's all because of Instagram. So I mean, it's like, it's hard because it's like, all these things are happening because of Instagram, you know what I mean? So I'm gaining all, so it's hard to not take it seriously when it's like the reason where I'm kind of like at with everything is because of Instagram. For me personally, I'm trying to think about a way of how can I get the people who are engaged with what I do actually engaged with what I do, as opposed to just liking, Oh, and I'll follow and Oh, let's just, you know, say your work's nice because that's all great. And that's cool. And that's fun. But at the end of the day, you want, Maybe you don't want people who just like your work. You want people to engage with it. You know, you want people to buy prints. I think that's one of the biggest like things for me is why I want to do physical work. And that's like, cause that's like I just like, I just want to be, that's, that's kind of like the whole thing why I just want to, you know, be like, just like, a, I would like to become like, you know, just like a, you know, well-known photographer. You'd know, be like a name that people, I guess, would know in, in photography. So I guess now I'm trying to like, kind of like, I'm trying to like gain that, like, I guess, like following or notoriety on Instagram. So I have an audience to, to engage in my physical work because that will carry on forever. So if Instagram dies or whatever, you know, it's like, there's people out there that would have, you know, have had, you know, books that I create or something like that or in prints and stuff like that. And yeah. I have my website and that's going to be up forever. So it's like, I think for Instagram for me right now, it's like just gaining that kind of like that audience that can kind of like converge into, you know, longtime audience outside of Instagram with, you know, physical work and stuff like that. So it's like, you know, I think that's like, uh, that's the kind of like the way I look at it. Cause I, I would love for some of those come along and just like, cause Instagram has become such a, like an anti photographer, like platform and they just have made it's it's been so hard to grow yeah and i mean it's just like and it, it also i mean it's it's good because it's like you know anyone can you know have a bat at it but at the same time it's like it gets so oversaturated and it's like it's just yeah and then it just sucks yeah, it's like yeah. you know it's like all these people you know you gain an audience but then it's like only 10 percent of them even like see your work so it's like, I don't know, that's why, and I think that's one of the, the things that I like was like really like, that really like motivated me to get to make my website more was that like, you know, like if you're really interested in my photography, you'll go look at my website. You know what I mean? You'll go look at that, not what's on Instagram. You'll go see that. So, you know what I mean? So it's like, uh, 
I would love more than anything for some, for something better that's like more centered around photography to just come along and like knock that out of the knock it out of the ring or just kind of take over something because it's just like it's become just such like a toxic place. I feel like Instagram. It's like like I said for me, it's like the things that I really, really truly enjoy about it is like the people that I make, like people that yeah, I make connections about. with and continue to like make connections with now. That's the only thing I really like that makes me like excited about Instagram. Cause other than that, it's just like, it's like, I've been just trying to have it lately in my post to just like not look at, I mean, but it's hard because then I, I always try to like respond to everyone and, you know, be thankful for the people giving me support and reply to everyone and stuff like that. So it's, it's hard for me to not kind of pay attention to, but I definitely try to like my post to just kind of like let it ride. And like, I just try not to look at, like, I, don't, I don't know why, like Instagram, I guess, hiding likes from people. I want to fucking hide my likes already because I don't want to see that shit. Let's talk about your website for a minute because the first place I went is your website because the first place I go to anybody's work when I interview them is their website and I look for their website intensely. Your website's really funny because you don't have a biography on your website. Is there a reason for that? Because I was super curious. The first thing I do is I look at a person's biography and I base the first probably three or four questions off their biography of like their themes and like where they grew up and how they studied photography or whatever. And so you had none of that. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, no, Is there a reason? I, I don't know. I guess I just like, uh, I don't know. I just like, I feel like I'm not good at writing like <laughs> shit about myself. I remember whenever, oh, I remember. No, I remember whenever my, like, when I was in, like, that, my metal band, like, my first big band that I was in for a while, and uh, I remember we first started, and I wrote a biography on our page, and uh, it was the most cringy fucking thing I've ever read in my life. Like, I look back at it, and it just, like, I just, like, I just, like, wipe it away. I'm like, no, 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 I don't want to read that. It's awful. Uh, so it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's like, I don't really know what to say. Like, I don't know. I feel like there's not much to say. Uh, I feel like, I feel like, I guess like my work kind of like speaks for itself a bit. So I just kind of like put it basic. Like, yeah, I'm from like Pennsylvania. I shoot photos. That's not, you know what I mean? It's like, I feel like, I feel like I definitely like pigeon. I mean, it's like, I don't know. It's hard. Cause I feel like sometimes when you, t- when you say stuff about yourself on that in a biography, you almost come off kind of like pompous or, you know, you kind of come off like, almost naive you know what i mean it's not like i don't want to be on there and be like like it's like i don't know it's like you talk about yourself in the third person you talk about yourself in the first person you know what I mean? it's like yeah i remember it's like i went to this gallery in my town and i thought it was like just an art gallery and it turns out it's actually just one photographer's gallery and i didn't realize it i didn't realize it until oh. i was like in there and i was reading the notes beside the photos and it was like a manual like sat at like this time for like waiting for the perfect moment and stuff like that. I'm like, oh fuck, this is like all one pe- person's like work. And you know, I, mean, I didn't realize it. It's just like, I don't know. I, it's like, I think one of the, I, I think one of the things that did it was I think like whenever, whenever I was first making my website or whatever, I really and this is like because I made my bio when I first made my website. I haven't really updated it at all. Like, that's the one thing I really didn't update was my, my bio. Because I was like, it's fine how it is, I guess. But, like, whenever, uh, you know, I, was, I mean, I was more worried about, I was more, like, I don't know. I feel like my work's obviously more art. It's not, like, you know, it's just, it's just art. So, it's, like, it's just, like, I feel like people come to the website to, like, look at the photos and not to really inquire and, like, any sort of business stuff. So, uh, like, I don't know. It's, like, uh, I... 
I really didn't know like what to do, like what to put in. So I was just looking at other people's websites that I've looked up to. A lot of them were just like really simplistic and didn't really have anything written in them. It was just like photos. You know what I mean? It was like their bio was like their name, their contact info. And like, it was like, like that, that was it. It was like, it was like, I shoot, I shoot like this type of photo and that's like, that's it. You know, it's nothing like, it was nothing like really like crazy or like informative or anything like that. So, I mean, maybe it's because people like a lot of people already know who those people are. So it's like, they don't really need like an introduction. So, but yeah, I don't know. So I just kind of looked at that, but it's just like, yeah, I think I'm just not good at like writing stuff about myself or, you know, writing like, uh, I don't know. I still, I don't know. I try not to like talk about myself and like, cause I just don't want to come off as like arrogant or like, so maybe, maybe that's like why I don't, but I never even like thought about it. I think you're the first person that's brought up. That's like, Hey, you don't have a bio. <laughs> So yeah, the biography thing is actually quite interesting. And I think in a way you're right, your work doesn't really need a biography because it it does speak for itself. But I think also, so, okay, so get, let's get into your work a little bit more. So the interesting thing about your work is that it's very ambiguous. Um, and I personally love this, the kind of ambiguous cinematic vibe that I get from it. But like how important is context for you and your work in terms of when you post an image? Yeah, I think, I think it is. And I think that's like, um, I feel like, I, I, don't know. I used to, I used to like add like little, like on Instagram, I used to add like little, like, like in the bio, in like the, the bio of the photo, I would like write like something in there to kind of give it a little bit of a direction. I kind of stopped doing that recently. I just kind of like post it and just like let people kind of interpret it on their own. Um, but yeah, I think there's definitely, I think that's one of the big things about making like a book or any sort of, you know, like series of work is having that like context to it to kind of give it more direction. And I think it's one of the things I'm going to be most, I'm most excited about, about making like this book and for future projects is like the, you know, the meaning behind it, like the context behind the photos. So they're not just, you know, they're not just photos and they're, you know, yeah, yeah. It was like a body of work. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, I think, yeah, it's like, uh, I think the mood, I know, kind of gives that. I mean, I feel like most of my photos, like, always revolve around kind of like, I guess that kind of like, almost like the like melancholy feel or was like kind of depression or, you know, stuff like that. So, like, that kind of like, you know, like loneliness kind of feels. So, I feel like my photos kind of give that off a bit. So, but I think, yeah, context is very important. I feel like that makes your work. Uh, translate a lot better like the thing about photography is that everyone can have a camera but everyone can take the same image and i think that's like the really interesting thing it's like yeah your work might get might you know might be compared to, to todd's but your work isn't his and i think that's the interesting thing and i think knowing more about what your the techniques and stuff doesn't necessarily mean you'll, you'll use them it just means that you know more about it and i think that's really really interesting because Actually, one of the questions I was going to ask you later was about the technical aspect. Um, but that's really interesting because it just shows that just because you use the same camera or you use the same equipment to create an image doesn't mean you shoot the same image. Like you have your you have your own visual style. You have your own kind of parameters for what makes yeah, a good image exactly. and what doesn't I make a good image. The, so that's I think one of like the super interesting. like things that someone said to me that was like was like probably the greatest thing they ever once told ever ever told me was one of my uh, friends, he's really from out LA. 
that like, I met on Instagram or whatever, and he was like talking. He like told me he's like I, he like he could always tell like my photos apart from like anything else like he sees on Instagram. Like he like no like sees it and doesn't have to see like the handle like knows that like I shot it. And I'm like that that's like like because that's the thing. One of the biggest goals for me is to like set myself apart and um, I think like I think uh I think definitely like you know it's tough with how saturated everything is to kind of like set yourself apart and whatnot so it's like yeah it's, it's like I mean I'm, I'm like thankful that I don't get fog for like instance like I'm very grateful I don't get fog around here because I feel like my photos would like resemble Todd Heidos too much because he always shoots in like heavy fog. So that's just like how like, for me, it's like one of the things I always try to do is shoot when it's like cloudy. Cause the way like, the way the clouds like paint across the sky on like a long exposure. And that's, I think that's one of the things that like I always like to have in my photos is that get that like very like painter-esque sky from like the cloud movement. So yeah, there's like certain things that I try to like kind of link with my photos. So yeah, it's like, I feel like my photos are always like very clear and like crisp. It's like, you know what I mean? There's no like fog really ever in my photos or whatnot. So yeah, so that's like one, I guess, property that I'm like, thankfully I'm like, it's like sucks to be obviously so cool to have like heavy fog, but then at the same time, I'm like, I'm like, no, it's probably for the better because I feel like it's like a way for people to kind of like, that sets my like work apart from like, you know, Hydro, for example, you know what I mean? So I think it's really interesting because now you said that, I'm super curious to see what you would do if you came to England and you shot in England. I'd be really interested to see that. Would you ever consider shooting images in different cities if you could? Or And is that a goal you would it'd like be, to do? It'd be cool. I don't know. It's like, even for me, I don't like branch out too far from where I like live. I really never like go too far out. I kind of try to stick around. And it's hard, like where I live, the like the neighborhoods are so like mixed up so like it's nothing's like uniform everything's just jumbled up together like random shit so it's like i feel like i guess that's like one like i think one like trait of my photos that the it's always like the houses are always like different they're never like a certain style house they're always like i try to cut it down to single story houses uh just because i mean one i i have like a little more of a connection with single stories i mean i have lived in two-story houses like growing up in them but like i don't know there's like i guess like a lot of like the memories and stuff that my work's connected to is all from like single stories like ranch style houses and also it's just easier for framing for like like single story houses there's like when i come to when i look for houses i always look for like single story houses with like siding i hate i hate shooting brick it never it, like it's so hard to make brick look good on photos. Like you have to have the right lighting and everything like that, and it's just like it just it's not reflective either. Like so, it like just looks off. It looks very bland and like uh, yeah, it's just like I, I try I always try to stay away from shooting brick houses because it's just like, eh. but uh, yeah, no. So it's like, but like around here, it's so like like you look at like you know. Hido's work and it's like it's like I mean, he shoots from like the you know mainly the it's so funny because it's like in, I think it's in house hunting there's one photo from Pittsburgh because he's from he's from Kent Ohio which is about like an hour and a half away from me yeah I actually 
I went to go visit his neighborhood one time. I had to go to Kent. And I was like, oh, Todd Hyde is from Kent. And I remember watching a, on YouTube, watching a lecture. And he, like, showed on the maps where he, like, grew up at. So, like, knew where to go. So, I wanted to go check it out. And it was just, like, <laughs> it was crazy. Because it's, like, he always, like, talks about how much, like, his work is, like, resemblant of, like, where he came from in his home. Like, it's always about home for him. And then neighborhood, when you go there, you, like, everything, like, his work immediately clicks. Like, you're, like, you, like, and it's crazy because all his work, especially the work that he's known for, is all shot in, like, San Francisco and out on the West Coast. But, like, you go to the neighborhood and it's, like, it, like, makes sense. It's so weird. But it's, yeah, it's, like, funny because in house hunting, there's one photo because I guess he went to, like, the Pittsburgh Art Institute which they are actually not even the artists. They, I think they closed down a few years ago. But he went there, and there's one photo in the whole book from Pittsburgh, and like you can tell it apart. It's like it just sticks out like a sore thumb in his book. It's it's literally like this like it's like this like this like row house, this like thin house. That's because there's like a, like what happened in Pittsburgh, especially in the city, and even around here, a lot of the houses are all like built like next to each other, like they're like binded together. So sometimes they'll dump, like demolish one. So there'll be like the house and then one side just like all brick. Like like these tall skinny houses that are all brick. And this one, the whole neighborhood was just wiped out except this one house. So if there's just one like lone house with like a like a white car sitting out front of it in like the winter time. And I'm like, that's Pittsburgh. I'm like, I know that. And then, like, and there was like a lecture he did recently and he showed it in there and said it was in pittsburgh and i was like i knew it like i knew it's from pittsburgh like it just looks like it so yeah like that's like uh there's like out where i live there's not a lot of uniform to like houses it's very like you gotta like search it's not like where i live it's not like bangers everywhere it's like really it's like there's like some photographers i watch and like they go on walks and it's like they're like looking around there's like all these like old classic cars everything's like super like night like cool like uniform looking where i live it's like you go out and it's like there's like it's like there's like like the town that i live next to bridgewater there's like this neighborhood there are all these houses and there's like a random fucking mobile home and all of it you know what i mean it's like and then there's like this one fit i took my book recently and it's like uh i think actually i made it my profile picture on instagram but like literally if you like you're sitting there and i took it in a back alley and if you just look to your right, there's like these super nice condos that are exactly the same, literally butt up against this house. And then you have this like little trash house in the middle of all of it. Yeah, it's so, it's so weird. It's, I don't know. It's like the, the where I live, it makes no sense. But I, I really just kind of stick around like a 30 minute radius. I go to Ohio to shoot, like like Eastern Ohio, I'll have to shoot photos. Uh I get a lot, it's like, there's like a town called, a city called East Liverpool that's like right, uh, that I go shoot photos and it's so sketchy, but like the best photos, the, like the, the, the neighborhoods that are so like, have so much character to them, but it's like dodgy and like scary going there. Yeah. So how do you actually stay safe while shooting at night? That's a very good question to ask you actually. Like how do you make sure that, you know, you're protected and your equipment is protected, particularly if you are potentially working alone? The biggest thing is to go to places you know and you're familiar with. So, like, I definitely, you know, I know to where to, like, not go. You know what I mean? And then there's some places, like, like East Liverpool, I go through a lot. I, there's, like, a 
antique mall that I go there to like once a month and like I skate there and stuff like that. So like there are like a lot of like neighborhoods that are foreign to me. Not foreign, but you know, they're like that I that aren't like where I live. Like a lot of neighborhoods in Ohio I go to, I've been to a lot of times during the daytime. And so I've been able to kind of like see around and like know what to like, you may kind of get to see it in the daytime when people are active and stuff like that. So but like I know like whenever I like I've gone off to Kent before, I I've shot a few photos. Like I think I've like one one photo in my book that is from like Kent, Ohio. But I just don't shoot there because it's just like I'll shoot there to just kind of take because like when I see stuff, like I really don't like go around because I don't know the area. You know, I'm not familiar with it. So I really it's like it's very like foreign. So I don't really, I'm not like really like super comfortable being there. Like shooting there at night on my own. Of course, yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of like, uh, it, it's all about, I guess, like comfort. So, and like kind of knowing where I'm going. But uh, also, it's like, you just got to be like friendly. Don't be like suspicious, I guess. Like, be obvious. I don't know. When I see people, I say hi to them. Like, have you ever, like, have you ever been stopped when you've been out shooting? Yeah, I, it's funny because I've had the, the, well, actually, there's one time I did. It's, <laughs> it's so funny because it's like, there's this this page that used to like this big that used to be this he stopped doing it now like recently but it was like a uh, bigger like cha- like a like a page it was like nowhere diaries kind of thing and it was all like night photography and I like submitted my work there a bunch and yeah. then he like the dude who he like messaged me he's like you're he's like he's like where are you at in like Western PA and I was like like 45 minutes from Pittsburgh and he ended up being from Pittsburgh so he like linked up with my, me and my one friend we went on. Yeah, we went on shot, and it was so funny. We were like telling oh, wow. me and my one friend we were out. We were like literally like down this like on the road I grew up in, and my dad lives out in like the middle of nowhere. And my friend saw this tree, like this dead tree, out by itself in this field. And there was like this like old like fallen down electric fence, and there was no like trespassing signs or anything. There's none of that stuff there. So he went out and took this photo, oh. and someone yelled from this house. And like it was like literally like 200 meters away like yelled out and like, hey what are you doing sorry i'm leaving and i parked in the middle of the road like i, I parked in the road i wasn't like on like so i just i was like i don't know like, i'm gonna just sit in my car or whatever like you can go and he came back with us in there and this car comes like speed this is broad daylight too broad daylight literally like 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 a quarter mile from where like i grew up at this guy comes speeding on the road has like a fucking gun in his hand gets out he's like banging on my window and he's like what are you guys doing here like super like hick like like it's it's so funny because like I'm not in the south, but like if yeah. you like like where I grew up in Chippewa, we had this town that's like a part of our school district that's like literally like up against our like where I live called Darlington, and it's just like a more country area. And like everyone there, like they're from like fucking Alabama, from like the south, and I'm like, yeah, I don't get like what's up with that. It's like we're not we don't live in the south, but people around here talk like we're from the <laughs> south. It's so weird. Everything's fine until you take your camera out, and then people start looking you weirdly. I think that's like one of the things about because uh, I shoot the the Mamiya RB67. There's one of the plus sides I'll shoot that that people like don't know what it is, so they're normally like more intrigued or is confused about it because they're like, "What is that?" And I'm like, "Oh, it's a camera." And they're like, "That's a camera." Like they're like confused about it. So I guess that's like one of the plus sides about it. It's always like they're more intrigued than like weirded out. But every once in a while, I, I've had people like. I was out shooting in Ohio in that one like sketchy neighborhood. And these people came on the porch, like, what are you doing out there? And I'm like taking photos, like, for what? I'm like, 
to take photos. And they're like, no, you should leave. And I'm like standing on like property. I was about to be like, dude, we're in public property. Like, fuck off. My friend was like, we'll leave. We're almost done. And I'm like, I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, for some reason, I was just feeling agitated. And I was like, I'm like dude, we're not even like. Yeah, I think it's because, I think because at the end of the day, it's like, you're not doing anything wrong. Yeah. You're taking you know culture. I mean, I mean, but, I mean no, I feel like, like it's well, just that it's like nighttime. It's just weird. So people get weird out. You know? I always have this like this like luck or these weird things. I'll take a photo of someone's house and like right as I'm right when I'm like finished with it and like closing the camera, like some car comes pulling up and I just like face the other way and they like pull into the driveway and I'm like like oh it's happened to me so many times. It's so weird. But yeah, I've had this like this thing of yeah, every like so many times when people I'll be taking a photo of the house. And someone comes home like right when I'm at the end of the exposure or something like that, and I just like, I just like, like end the, I just like stop the exposure and like flip the camera around the other way and like act like I'm taking a photo of something else, and they just never think anything of it. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I think that's what, that's actually something really interesting because like, you want to respect people's personal space, but at the same time, you're intrigued by it, and it's it, it's kind of weird because had you had to go and ask their permission, it probably would have been a lot. Yeah, it's so weird. I mean, I think so. that's like one of the big things is to not like have people in the photos, not be able to see like the inside. Because I feel like when, if you do make it too personal, people can't like connect with it. You know what I mean? I feel like if you leave stuff more like open-ended, you know, if they just see a house with like a light on, it's like, uh, you, you can't see into it or anything like that. You don't see anyone. It's kind of like, I think you can relate to it more. I guess I, when you like see in someone's house, I feel like it's like too, too much. But I feel like I, I at the same time I feel like I don't know. Like I always try to like pick houses that have like character or that like tell a story from the outside. You know what I mean? But like it's like I don't know. There's always like I feel like there's always something certain that because it's like I mean a lot of times I always try to take photos of houses that look kind of like roughed up on the outside because I feel like it kind of reflects the it reflects the the life on the inside. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, sometimes I see like a perfect house. And I'm like, is it perfect though? You know what I mean? Where it's almost like this like too perfect, very like plain Jane. I don't know, maybe it's because it's like my like my parents, when they got divorced, they just built like a new house when I was young. And it was just like it was just like very clean and proper on the outside. Nothing like overdone, just like a plain, nice, like perfect house with nothing like over nothing like wrong with it and nothing like overdone with it you know what I mean no weird statues just like very plain like there's one film i book where it's just like this plain white house really clean very perfect but there's like nothing else going on on the property you know what i mean it's just like it's like just perfect there's nothing it's not like this nice house where someone's got like a nice statue or you know what i mean but it's like this very just clean and i relate to that in a way but then i also relate to like a messy house because like whenever i was like the growing up on this one street it's actually what like my book is kind of based around but like my one like it's funny like my one neighbor was like super perfect nice house and my next door neighbor on the other side was like this messy like rundown house like this awful household and all this stuff like that so like yeah like i don't know i definitely try to find those houses that have like some sort of character on the outside whether it's like the house is like dirty on the outside or like you know what I mean? Or like, there's like, it's just like, it's like, I don't know. I feel like my best photos I've taken that I feel most connected with are like the photos when I was taking it that I was like uneasy. 
while taking it where I was like, my heart was racing and like, you know, I mean, there's been photos where like I could hear the people like talking on the inside and the house is just like a, a wreck. And I'm just like sitting there like, like, I can't imagine what the household's like. like you know I mean, whenever I remember there was like one time on this, where I grew up where this neighbor was and I, it was like one time I ever went to their house and like, it was just awful. And I never want to go there again. I mean, it was always just like hear them fighting and shit like that, yeah. but would never see like the one time I saw it. So like whenever yeah. I get in a situation where like I see this house and it looks bad on the outside, I can hear them and stuff like that. It's just like this unease, but it's like, those are the, always my like best photos that I feel most connected that always turn out the best for some reason. See, very that's weird. super interesting because it takes this whole idea of, of the house as a character and the house is a representation of the internal people, not just the inside of it, but also our feelings and emotions. Because particularly nowadays in the last year where people, more, where people are more inside, people are taking care of their houses more and they're, you know, it's like, you know, they're making sure their fences are painted. And I, that's a really interesting reflection of kind of the internal nature and our emotions and kind of just the internal dialogue um, on, the, on an external surface, which would be the buildings. And and for me personally, like I'm super, so I used to hate pictures of buildings. It's funny. I used to hate landscapes and hate pictures of buildings. Because um, I was just like, oh, they're just so boring. And it's just a building. But now I seriously can't get enough of them because buildings are super interesting because we rely upon them. Um, you know, the, the great adage that I love and I also hate is like, we're safe as houses. Like I love that because houses aren't safe. Anyone can break into that. You know, a tornado could rip through that tomorrow. You know, they're not safe, mm -hmm. but we, and they're both, for me, buildings are great because they're both restrictive and freeing. And I think that's really interesting. Uh, I personally love that dichotomy and that dialogue. And I think your work is, it's really interesting because at night, and I think the nighttime part of it gives everything kind of a, a very disquiet vibe. And it's all a bit like, should you really be here looking at this? Which is what I like about it, personally. It's like, uh, I, I actually, I want to add this. I just thought of it recently too, but I wanted to add my, uh, my mom told me one time and, uh, it was like after I started shooting like houses and it like really like it made me feel so much more connected to it. But she like was like just like a comment on my work was telling me about like before my parents got divorced, whenever they would fight all the time that she would like leave and go drive at night and like see houses with like a light on and like wonder if like the family inside were having like the same problems that we were and stuff like that. So yeah, like, and that's something I want to have that in like my, uh, like how, cause you know, people always in like books always have like, like yeah. a poem or some shit and i was i don't know what to write or i was like that would be perfect just have like that quote by mom, like in the front page uh, that's gonna be it now that's that's the only thing because that's like well it's so the whole my whole book was actually like it was supposed to be a series for a magazine oh, okay so so i grew up on this so it's called the books we call memories from bechtel and it's a street i grew up on and it's like the way i see it is like i, I grew up there from third grade to seventh grade before I went to high school. So like intermediate to like middle school because we start, my high school started like early or whatever, like a, a grade earlier. So um, I remember the whole reason why I moved there was we lived on church property and they kicked us out because they wanted to like turn our house into like a oh. office or something like that. And then they just like tore it down some years later. So that like kickstarted this whole like, like, this kind of like I remember for like a long time I like hated like the church and shit that, yeah, and that it just that like way. now I mean I don't, like I don't hate like I don't hate like God or anything I just personally really don't believe in anything I just 
I don't know. There's so much that we don't know. I'd rather just like, oh, yeah, I agree. Like, I can play a group. Whatever happened. But like my mom's like religiously. I mean, she battled with it and she's like religious again and stuff like that. But that was like one big thing. And I feel like that age I was in where it was like the age where like I can like I first started like my memory first started becoming you know I mean where I first started like I'm able to remember that stuff clearly. And I feel like that's like a part time where I feel like your mind's very moldable. And you start to like, you start to kind of like understand stuff. So like that was kind of like the, what kickstarted us moving there. And then just like the time I lived there, both my parents had like long relationships with like, so basically I had like two step parents at the same time. And both those relationships with my parents failed and they lasted for a long time. And they both had major, they both, both of them had family issues. So like my, upbringing with my own parents weren't like bad or anything like my parents like got along after the divorce i'm like really thankful for that so, but i've like witnessed like second like hand from like you know my step families i guess of like their bad life so like that's what like my whole book is about is kind of like i guess that like essence of like of, like broken homes and kind of like heartbreak and like you know failing relationships and you know stuff like that so i originally was it was originally a 10 photo series that this magazine they like reached out to me and wanted me to like submit something to the mag like a series so i did this whole thing and he just like completely disregarded it <laughs> which in hindsight was like really good because my original idea was around that i was gonna call it like signs of domestic conflict but like I then realized like that's such a more personal like this is such a more personal name that relates to me way more and is like not just kind of like a generic overview of like you know like a bad home. So this is like more relatable to me and more way more personal to me. So hindsight, yeah, I'm very thankful that they like turned it down. I mean, I really wasn't too like mad and at the time. Wasn't like upset about it or whatever. I was like, I'm still gonna be. They wanted like other images. So, like, I'm still gonna be in it, so I'm not really that upset about it. But yeah, I'm like glad it did because in hindsight, I'm like, oh, now I have this you know great this great work that's like really personal to me and very meaningful that I get to share to make as like my first like book. So that's the whole story behind it. And I wasn't I have like a whole I guess like proof yeah. or you know whatever that I wrote for the zine. I mean, for, for the uh, series. But I feel like I'd rather just have my yeah. mom. My mom's like what she told me. That's nice. I think that's I think that's really, that's that's actually a really nice idea. I think that's a great idea because it's so personal. And uh, what so what is it about photography that allows you to create such personal work that you can't do through something else like say art, like if you were to paint your images? Um I just like it's not even that like I guess that like I I mean, I've never really, like, tried to paint much. I used to be, you know, music was, like, one thing I was, like, really good at that I just kind of, like, lost touch with. And, I mean, that was, like, one thing I remember, like, and, you know, I used to have people that come to me and say, like, how much, like, their mu my music helped That's great. and stuff like that. And it was, like, you know, my band, like, how much it helped. And it was just, like, insane to me. You know what I mean? So that was, like, one thing I was good at. And I think, uh, I don't know, I just, like, picked up photography and was just doing that, you know what I mean, for the longest time. So... I just like got to the point where I like, want to get serious with it. Now it's just turned into this. 
So I guess there's not that's like really there's not really a particular like I don't think there's like a reason why I picked this like medium to medium to like uh medium to do this. You know what I mean? It's kind of like I guess it just was what that's the the parts that like oh yeah you were naturally you're just naturally so, drawn yeah, to it. You know what I mean? just, yeah. Yeah, I mean like music. I used to be like music was like what I want to do. I mean I I toured oh, wow. before and like you know what I mean. I, so much money into like music and like instruments and you know all this stuff i mean i still have just so much gear like music gear that's just like in storage and even in my like apartment right now i just like for even just like the little like music i work on now i still like a decent amount so i used to, like and that's how i'm with cameras I, mean, I got like 40 film cameras and wow. like, a glass cabinet i only have, like a few of them but like i got like you know what i mean that's just like how i am so yeah i guess it's just the right thing i don't know because i mean i'm like I feel like I was never good enough at drawing or whatever that I felt like I was good where I like want to take more steps with it. And I feel like photography, I was something that I felt like I was like, I was strong with. So I just like kind of stuck with it. So that's, I feel like how I am. Like I feel like a lot of things it's like, it's either like, I'm kind of like mediocre at it or like I'll hit it like strongly. And I'm like, can kind of gauge whether or not it's something that's like worth like looking more Absolutely. into you know what i mean so like yeah i just don't my i don't have a steady for a photographer i mean for a photographer i have a steady hand but for like drawing and painting i don't have a steady hand i'm like shaky so <laughs> so one of the really interesting about your work is the sense of realism in terms of you know photographies are inherently a realistic medium like you take a picture of the world when somebody looks at your photos do you want them to see a place that's a real or a place that's imagined I think the way I shoot kind of puts the subject in like a, like an alternative reality because I like, I don't like, I don't shoot like my photos, like landscapes. I shoot them almost like portraits, very like head on, like where I like make where the subject is like the center of the attention. And I really don't, I'm very selective. Like when I take a photo, I'm very selective of like what I include and like the foreground and like this, you know, the background and foreground. I'm very like, very selective. Like there'll be like one thing, like a fucking like colored trash can on the minute. I can't, I can't, I can't take a photo because that trash can, you know what I mean? It's like, there's stuff like weird stuff that's like in photos that will stop me from taking a photo. You know how like cool the house is? Like I, I it just, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's funny. Cause like, if you like go around and see some of my photos, you'd be like, I got shocked that the, the environment they're in because I've taken like photos of houses that look like they're bad, but then they're like surrounded by nice things. So it's like, you know what I mean? So it's like, I could take like, I'll take a photo. Like there's like, for instance, like this one photo I took, you've probably seen, it's like this, it's very blue and green hued. And it's like a fence with like a trailer with like a blue curtain. And like, it's like, it's like, it's like very blue green. It's like a, a, just a fence with a trailer popping up over top of it. And just like very like, messy it just looks very like unwelcoming and i was like one of the photos i took that i was like on edge about i was like hiding behind like a tree while taking it because it's like the there was like, a church parking lot it was so weird it was this really nice neighborhood and there's this one trailer that was just like oh it looked like a hoarder's like it was like the yard was a mess it was all fenced in there was just this one in this nice neighborhood and yes yeah, so i took it i was like in the spotlight oh, of man. this like under like a street like it was so, so nerve-wracking taking but that's like I guess like a good example of like I guess kind of separating 
it from reality. Because if you look at it, you'd be like, that looks like a bad area. You know what I mean? That looks like a rough area. But then if you were there in person, you'd be like confused. You know what I mean? I feel like a lot of my, a lot of my photos, if you saw them in real life, if you saw them in real life, you'd be like, if you like, you know what I mean? Very taken, like, very like, huh? Like, it's like, it's like, it doesn't seem like, it wouldn't, I guess a lot of them wouldn't see, you wouldn't like think of it, how you see it. You know what I mean? Because a lot of, for how like mixed matched the areas I live in and like the demographics that live in the area are so like back to back, you go to like, you'll be in like a good neighborhood, drive like a mile, be like a bad neighborhood. It's just so like pushed together. And then so some of that like bleeds into each other. So then you have very like areas where you have these really nice houses and nice surroundings. And then there's that one bad looking, like that one rough looking house or one rough looking area. So I can like kind of like seclude it out. So then I would say, I would say yeah, and like I guess my photos are like definitely like a, a different I mean they're narrative driven. So I guess they're always they're like for me the photos I want them to be narrative driven and have like a story like make you think of more of like a story aspect of like just looking at the photo and being like, oh that's pretty. So I guess like the way I shoot puts it in this like different reality where it's just like you're just like like focused in on like one thing. And you don't know what else is going on around it. So, like, because like a lot of people, you may they might take the photos from like far back where you see more. Where I take them more like closed in on one thing, where you're focusing on one subject and one subject only. And then I try. You mean then if there's stuff in like the foreground or background, I'll try to like include it to give it some context. You know what I mean? That concludes the first part of my interview with Jake for T-Fox. Thank you very much for listening. If you have any questions or comments about it, please send me an email by theflyingfruitball at gmail.com or by social media. The Flying Fruit Bowl audio interviews can now be found on a variety of sites such as Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Music, or whatever you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to support the platform, please consider subscribing on any of those sites and by sharing this interview. Also, Please don't forget to check out theflyingfruitbowl.co.uk for daily art inspiration. And if you're a creative, please get in touch for a chance to be featured or interviewed. Once again, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, folks, please stay safe.